0: ragazzi my name is anthony thank you for tuning into football worldwide's coverage of cdr of culture cdr roundtable today it will be a solo act just got home from work here on a tuesday in sydney 5 p.m but definitely looking forward to chatting some culture and seeing a cameo with our good friend zio Admiral who is celebrating his birthday today so happy birthday to our friend armando from the panel and thank you to anybody that watches this video back. If you are new to the channel, of course, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like the video as well. And without further ado, let's get to match day 35, match day 35. We are almost done. We are at the business end of the campaign, the proper business end of the campaign, because now it's really, really Tight in the relegation zone in the battle for the title. But since we recorded an episode with Adam two weeks ago, the top four has been completely decided Milan, Inter, Napoli, and Juve will play Champions League football next season. So, congratulations to all four of those sides. It's not easy to secure a Champions League qualification before the season ends, let alone three or four match days in this sort of climate. So that's actually a big step going forward for those four clubs. Uh, Cartel, what's going on, man? I didn't expect to see you in here. How you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Inter are taking it. I knew you would say that. You heard it here first. Actually, I'm hearing it for the hundredth time, man. There's still the the Inter fan base is still very much split between the optimists who think that we're going to take it out and Milan will drop points and the normal ones like myself who think that it's game, set, match pretty much. But let's have a little bit of a recap of the last match day and let's start with those at the summit. As you can see, I've got the Campione 19 jersey in the background, just making sure that it's getting some good camera time before the next three match days. Kudos to Rafael Leal, whose market value has probably gone up to somewhere around the 75 to 80 million euro mark, depending on where you are in the world and who exactly would be making that purchase but he continues to be the spark, the attacking spark that they need to score goals and that they need to push forward. And with those three points, Milan sit two above Inter uh, and they have the head-to-head. So Milan know that seven points out of their last nine will see them champions. Inter need nine from nine. Overall, it wasn't a vintage Rossoneri performance. They had some chances with Giroud going close. They started to pressure the goal a little bit more. Um, That doesn't mean Fiorentina didn't have their chances. They played a much better game than when they got absolutely smacked up the cooler 4-0 in Florence by Udinese. But at the end, the Fiorentina goalkeeper did give Rafael an absolute list, uh, an absolute gift. Um, No, it's not that he didn't do anything special, bro. He's very quick. He's very quick. And the way that he makes that split decision to go near post rather than go far post, when the far post was wide open, he completely So the goalkeepers made two mistakes there, not just one. The first mistake is playing it out to Leal. The second one is getting beat at the near post. Um, so it's, it's a good take. It's a good take from Leal. It doesn't matter that it's in the 82nd minute. Goals count up until the final whistle. You know, there's a lot of fans um, that make excuses for these sort of goals and say, oh, they've got lucky. They've got lucky. Man, luck is just where preparation meets opportunity. And that's where it's going at the moment for Milan this campaign. The one thing I will say, though, they did tend to celebrate fans and all at the end, like they did, like they were about to walk the trophy out um, minutes later. So I'm hoping they take that mentality to Verona because that's going to be very, very tough. Um, on Friday morning, my time, Thursday, Canada time, I'll be doing a run in show on Inter Worldwide with Sabrina Belmont. And we'll be pretty much looking at the next three fixtures for both sides. So make sure you tune into that. So Milan, sitting at the top. Three games left. Verona, away. Atalanta, home. Sassuolo, away. Because Inter play home on the last day. Um, I'd rather not remember that cartel to the point where I'm not even bringing it up on the show, bro. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, So if there's going to be drop points for Milan... It has to be Verona because Atalanta are playing terribly. Sassuolo, horrible, horrible. So I think that, I I really think that if they can get three points at Verona, you might be able to start getting the engraving pen out. But it's never over until the last kick of the ball on the last mathematical match day. So let's move on to our boys, my boys more specifically. Um, A decent game against Udinese. They had the control down from the start. Damian came in for Domfries in this particular game. We had DiMarco starting as well. And, you know, it, it wasn't pretty because Hakan was out. So we had to rely on the likes of Roberto Galliadini in this particular game, which is just not something that you want to do ever. Why would you ever want to wa- want to start Roberto uh, Gagliadini in your side? He was taken off in the game for Matias Vecino. It was like watching into two, two and a half years ago, seeing some of these names playing in the side. But... A name that was still there that long ago that's peaking still, Ivan Perisic. I read today from Nikola Shida that we are going to extend till 2024. It's the perfect time, perfect length. That's another really good deal for Inter to wrap up. So going forward after this season, signs are still pointing more towards the positive, regardless on how it ends, but it will still be. Disaster zone central. If it doesn't end the way that we want it to, um, Udinese. We're on a run. Yes, we did actually uh, end their run, but that's nothing really to cheer about. You know, we you're not going to get a. We ended Udinese's run trophy at the end of the season. Um, decent showing for a couple of players. Lautaro Martinez. I have put this picture up to just talk a little bit about his penalty taking. He is five from ten from the spot. Five from ten. I reckon seven from ten is is, is a bad stat from the penalty spot. But five from 10, he can't take a penalty next season, man. He needs to be second or third in line for sure, for sure. Get Hakan ahead of him, bring someone else in that can take a penalty. So Inter sitting second Uh, in our last three games. I do think that we beat Empoli at home, although it could still very well end 1-1 and end it all there. I really don't know. Uh, I do think we do beat Empoli. Empoli. I'm a little concerned that Cagliari sacking Walter Matsari at this point of the season might give them one last kick up the cooler to try and survive relegation. I don't think they anticipated, well, nobody really anticipated Salenitana coming this late to the party, but here they are in full effect, providing the drinks and all. So Salenitana, they even got the point against Atalanta this morning. Was that in Bergamo? One sec. I just need to double check that. That was in Bergamo. Up until the 88th minute, Salenitana had Atalanta for three points in Bergamo. Well done. Well done to them. You can really see them grabbing points against Venezia and Cagliari in the next two games. For me personally, people who've watched Inter Worldwide for a long time know my distaste for Cagliari. I think that they're one of a couple of sides that have been mooching and living off top flight football for a long time. And I would say a very small, teeny tiny silver lining to not winning the Scudetto for Inter this season, relegate them. Relegate Cagliari on match day 37 and hope that they don't come back for a few years because the way that they've run that club and the signings they've made, yes, nah, screw them. I've wanted them to drop down for a long time, a long time, and I'll be happy, happy to see it. Um, Moving on, another controversial incident in Serie A from the officiating standpoint. This is a bad call. This is a bad call for the Spezia-Lazio game, which ended 3-4 to Lazio. Lazio did not play well. Spezia did play quite well. Uh, But this particular decision where you see a Cherby miles offside doesn't really actually show miles offside in that picture. But if you're anyone who watched the game or watched the replays back and actually watches it, you don't need to look at it six or seven times or look at it, you know, with your magnifying glass to see what's wrong. There's a clear, clear offside uh, there. And I guess this conversation has to segue to how... How are these Italian referees going to improve next season? Um, Because I just think that they've been so consistently poor. I don't buy into the narrative that they've been um, pro towards Inter this season, contrary to what a lot of people on Twitter and social media say. I do believe that there has been a consistent amount of inconsistency across the board for everybody, all teams. Some of the calls are just so questionable, so questionable from all standpoints. And I don't watch enough of Spain, Germany, France, Holland, Turkey, Portugal. All I really have time to watch is Italy and England. And I can tell you right now, the officiating in England is a lot better. The use of the VAR is a lot better. So I can't speak for the other nations in the world, but the Italian way of officiating is horrendous. Um, You can even see in that pic from this blurry potato picture, he's, he's offside, he's offside before the ball. It's just, it's a bad call. Very, very bad call considering how the goal went in. Away to the next Roman side. Bologna, they really are the thorn in everyone's backside towards the end of the year, aren't they? They made Juve, Milan, Inter, and now Roma all drop points, albeit the damage inflicted more horrendously to us out of those sides. But a game that frustrated Mourinho and his men because now they have to mathematically look at the table and say there is no way of making Champions League football, although I don't think they actually thought that they were going to make it in the end. Now it's just a matter of can you snake your cross-city rivals Roma to that fifth spot? I don't think it's going to come from Atalanta and Fiorentina, who who are now a whole game back. And considering the fixtures that are remaining, I would say that Roma are likely to pick up points against Venezia at least, which is their second last game. However, they do go to Florence on the next match day. So Fiorentina is going to have to beat Roma to have a chance at the Europa League. That's almost their last crack at it. Um... Nicola says, I just hate that we didn't win a Milan Derby in the league. Yeah, we didn't. We did slap them up. If we can win that Coppa Italia final, then we can look at the Derby winning the semi-final and go, yeah, we really stuck it to you there, and we ended up winning a trophy out of it. The Coppa Italia is just a matter of if, ands, or buts, and we'll work with absolutes after next week. Yeah. Um, Decent showing by Tammy Abraham, still very good showing by Leonardo Bonucci on his 35th birthday to score not one but two goals and mathematically secure the Champions League spot, the fourth spot, Um, although they still might have a shot at coming third. I don't think they'll be able to leapfrog any of the final two sides. That would be something else, but three points for them. Champions League football, I would have loved to see them miss out but they are going to be there and it's a positive step for them. They'll be able to build on this. Allegri will get another season, although I think he's at a crap season. Yes, he did sub out Dusan Vlahovic for Giorgio Chiellini at home to Venezia in the league. That's the sort of manager he is. Um, I don't think Juventus are going to win another Scudetto under Max Allegri. I might, you know, you can hold me to that. One, two seasons from now, if he's still there and winning trophies, but I don't see him. his pragmatism and his stubborn stubbornness uh going away anytime soon uh next game wow salenitana as we said had Atalanta on sticks on ropes for such a long time imagine they got those three points this morning it would have been chaos 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 chaos. And Atalanta, well, they really have been the most disappointing team in Serie A for me this season. If I just keep an eye on the table while I'm doing this and Atalanta sit in seventh on 56 points, 15-1, 11 draw, 9 lost. loss. They're one win in their last five still. They would have to go alongside Sampdoria as the biggest disappointments of the season. Sampdoria might be able to save themselves from that conversation with another three points. We know that they're pretty much going to survive the drop now, although it's not 100% confirmed still. Um, yeah, they... There's no doubt Atalanta are the disappointing package of the season. I think that there's going to be a couple of names that leave in the offseason as well. Um, Obviously, the likes of Iacic are going. I think Muriel might leave as well. And that'll really hurt them. That will really, really hurt them. Um, Salenitana, though, 18th now. They're probably their highest position on the table this season. 26 points and with a game in hand can jump Cagliari out of the relegation zone. They can jump them. And you know who that game in hand is against? Venezia on Friday morning. Crazy. Forza Salaritana. I think everybody is in their corner to try and make it through there. Big, big performance from Napoli. 6-1, making sure the Champions League qualification is secured. They've done it. They're back in it, which is all that most of their fans wanted. This Sassuolo side needs to pick their game up if they're going to do Inter any favours on the last matchday, horrible showing by Sassuolo, and I was lucky to be joined and I catch up with my friend Zio Armo this week to talk a little bit about that. So without further ado, we're going to cut to that right now. Cheers. Zio, you called it at the start of the season, important to just make top four, make Champions League, get back in there, get your name back into the main European tournament that counts. I know that it's not mathematically wrapped up yet, but you need one point in three games, and that's assuming... It's actually mathematical,
1: Roma draw.
0: Oh, that's right, because Roma did draw, so it is mathematical now. Well, there you go. Uh, congratulations in more ways than one. So, how does it feel knowing that the season's objectives have come? And you know what? Three games early, I can tell you what, man. No game no game on the final day of the season, no heart no heart attacks, no cardiac arrest. Spalletti did a good job.
1: Listen, um, I had a debate with all the other Napoli fans in the other Chats because... I keep telling them, and like I said to all of you guys, you know, uh, I'll make, I'll, i believe that Napoli will be able to fight for the title when there is five games left. The reason why I told you that is because I knew Napoli had uh, Atalanta, Roma, Fiorentina back to back, and I knew that I see Milan and Inter had so many congested games in coming into last five games. So I said to everybody, if Napoli is one two point behind the top, we're definitely gonna have a race for the title. But as soon we come out with uh, the loss against Fiorentina and the draw against uh, Roma, I messaged you half an hour before the Empoli game, remember? I said, I better message you I mean, now it. because I had the gut feeling that Napoli was going to do better Empoli as well. I said, I don't want this to become an excuses. So I posted <laughs> my, all, uh, my final things before that game. Listen, I understand a lot of fans are upset about the Empoli game. That game was a, a disaster to watch. You turn me up 10 minutes to go against a Empoli, like you can't lose. But at the end of the day, I'm one of those guys that set myself a goal and I work for that goal. Now, while I'm working for that goal, if I achieve better than the goal, by all means. But at the end of the day, I have a goal and I will go through anything to achieve that goal. Nobody's goal was to go back in Champions League. And people don't understand why this is important. This is important because the players like Mertens can be renewed now. Koulibaly will stay you cannot track better players because without Champions League players don't wanna come. So you're gonna start fishing, you're gonna to try to find the mile cut of the world, the majority of the role. But those players here and there always making a mistakes they cost you they cost you a fortune. Plus the money but not just the money you get from Champions League. People don't understand when I when I saw a football club as a sponsor, that sponsor give you X amount of money for uh, for playing Syria, X amount of money to make a top three. X amount of money for Europe, mm-hmm. X amount of money you have to play Champions League. So everything is better right now. And we come from two years of not Champions League and two years of COVID. So for the first time since then, Orentis was in charge. Last year, Napoli was in red. So to me, it's a great season for Napoli. Also, a couple of dead weights that have been waiting for them to leave. They're leaving. The future is bright, man. And uh, once again, if we talk man-to-man, the starting 11 of Napoli, I think we're still the best team in Serie A. But doesn't really matter. My goal was to get back in Champions League.
0: And Beautiful. Did. You did well. Congratulations. Now, one more question for you. What do you think the short-term future holds? you think they have a big mercato, or it's just a way of easing into it for the first season and you'll just see them keep the key players, as you said, and maybe attract two or three signings that will help improve, improve the and- squad and the squad depth?
1: Napoli needs to learn to do something, especially the fans. Stop being attached to stupid players. Play like Fabian. Everybody keep talking about how good he will be, how good he will be, how good he will be. I don't care how good he will be. I care how good he is now, and he's not near what we need. So if there is all decide from Real Madrid to get him, sell him straight away. Yeah. You know what? With the money that you get for Fabian, you can go to Lazio and buy buy, buy uh, um, Milinko Zisavic and still have money left to pay for his salary. I'll just give you an mm-hmm. example. Milikom Czavic is not going to come down, but zeliski is another great player, but he's always hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. So if he's got market selling. It's not an it's it's not an ex-Amsik. You know, he has, has shown way, way, way many times that he's, it's 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 like Insigne. I'm so happy that he's leaving. That guy, has been the next promise for the last 10 years, man. They players they have a very good game and very average game. Those players not good enough. Get rid of yeah. them. Keep you know what players you need? You need players like uh Angisa, like Ozimen, angry, they wanna fight. Did you see how upset they are every game, how much the pressure yeah. they put. People that yeah. are you know, people people that are used to you know what happened? These kids, Fabian Zelisky, they grew up in a safe environment. They very good technical player, but mentally they're weak. I there's a bit of pressure. They melt. These boys coming from Africa, man, they saw everything in their life. Yeah. They are survivors. They're not going to melt because it's a bit of pressure for a game. That's what Napoli needs. Get men instead of good technical players. Get warriors instead of a good technical player. Because this year, Serie it will be win by the team that got better men, not better players. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well said. And just finally, who's going to win the title, man? Who have you got? Milan or Inter to finish it out?
1: Man, uh, my top four was Inter, Napoli or Juve, Juve or Napoli and Milan. So so far Milan has been the surprise for me. But uh it, it all depends for the next few games. Well, it's very hard to tell because of course. you know what? Both teams may lose next game, or both teams may yeah. win next. It's been a yo-yo. Uh People will say Milan because of the, of the, the points, the, the point, the points. But I, I would like to see Milan only because I think Milan fans are long, Inter the Napoli yeah. really fans. But they've been the most supportive f- uh, fan base of the club when they were doing bad. They never left the club alone. They always been there supporting. I remember. Why look at my fan base? We become so much uh, of. Um, an elite we want to win you know i don't like that kind of mentality we lost against emboli against um, Sassuolo, the stadium was empty and people was going against the team to me that's a cheap mentality you know i don't want you in my range you're not a football fan like me Oh, oh.
0: thanks to um for chatting with me and happy birthday to him as well. we got Uncle Sharma in the house, man. I'm going to have to capitalize on this guy waking up earlier. Well, you know what? It's just because that daylight saving time in Sydney pushed back an hour, which is actually two hours when you look at it overseas. So this this will be too easy from here on in for at least a while. Can't believe some Napoli fans are turning on Spalletti. Top four was the goal. Yep. And achieved three match days early. Zeal. Sharma, that is. Remember the match days that we had to wait under Spalletti? (laughs) Those heart attacks were 50 times worse than anything we have experienced this season or any time under Conte. Like, I know that some of the stress now is real for losing the title, but don't take me back to those two seasons, man, because that is where I really started to show age. What's going on, Vikrams? Thanks for coming through. A couple of comments for Zuamo. Is Koulibaly staying? He would say definitely that he is because now the qualification to the Champions League makes it that much more appealing for the likes of Koulibaly to stick around um, and the likes of Oshimen as well, obviously. Absolutely love the Insigne analysis. That guy has been overhyped since the start and never delivered. Mertens has more influence than Insigne. Mertens is a much better player overall than Insigne. <coughs> Kalyeri, what is the go here? What is the go? They got done 2-1 at home to Verona. Pfft. Honestly, it's just a pathetic season from Cagliari, from Matsari The only one that can hold his head up is Jao Pedro, who got on the score sheet again in the 57th minute, but it wasn't enough to deny Barak and Caprari, who have both had amazing seasons. Now we've got Verona as pretty much the, the, the hope that can maybe knock Milan off their perch because of how good they've been overall this season, more specifically at home. Uh, but for Cagliari, They've got a list of players that all fancy themselves as top flight footballers, yet they're getting relegated. Who, who's going to, their market value is going to plummet. Cagliari won't be able to cash in for a lot of these assets. A lot of them will walk on very, very cheap deals just so they can sustain themselves. Is Cranio going to stay? I don't know. Dalbert, who cares? bellanova has got to go. Jal Pedro's got to go. Keita Balde won't want to stay there. Grassi won't want to stay there either. Naitan Nandes won't want to stay there. Kevin Strutman's obviously not going to stay there. And not like he was doing much anyway. It's a club full of has-beens and nobodies, bar one or two of them. And maybe, besides Atalanta, they really are the biggest disappointment of the season. Um, Yeah. I really do say it sound like I've got an agenda against them, but... I just think that they're one of two sides, Genoa being the other one, that if you were to say without having a season this season and that relegation wasn't happening, but they're cutting the league down to 18, who are the two teams in the last few seasons that deserve to get the cut, these two are my two teams that deserve to get the cut from all of the Serie A sides. Um, Big save from Romero on Crescito. No points for Genoa. Max points for Sampdoria. Sampdoria look like they're going to survive the drop. They're on fifteenth, uh, they're fifteenth on the ladder with thirty-three points. Their first win in five. Um, Genoa, on the other hand, are still only on twenty-five points. They've played thirty-five games. Genoa are going to have to pretty much win all of their games, or at least two of them, um, until now in the season's end. They have Juve, Napoli, and Bologna. They will probably get one point max from those games. They're done. They are absolutely done. Genoa are getting relegated. It happens. Fiorentina and Verona are the surprise. Yeah, I'd say Fiorentina and Sassuolo, as um, my friend Adam uh, said in the chat, they're like the Jekyll and Hyde of the season. Um, Fiorentina along with Sassuolo. But Verona, Verona are very impressive. I would say that they are the surprise of the season as well. And, and if Milan, if Milan go on to win the Scudetto, you say that Milan are the surprise of the season. You know, my tuners changed a lot because I didn't expect them to still be this far down the track. I honestly thought if anyone was coming for us at the end, it might've actually been Juve. But kudos to Milan for doing what they're doing. They've got three massive games, the three biggest games for the club in a decade. Let's see how they handle the pressure. And that's it. That's it for the round table because the last game didn't bear much. It was the mid table clash between Empoli and Torino. Maximum points for Torino. Um, And no doubt they'll, they'll just be happy to see their season off as is. I'm going to do a small Little reference down to um, one of our sponsors on Inter Worldwide, which is sedia R Fantasy. Let's see if there are any, uh, do we need to make any changes? Do we need to make any changes? There's nine people here watching the video. Make sure you like it before you leave. Code's up on the screen. Link is also in the chat, Uh, sorry, in the description. Everyone's healthy. I'm pretty glad. I'm pretty happy with my team. There's no need. No need to sub anybody out and no need to lose points because I'm not really going to go up. I don't think we can anyway because the round is live. But anyway, make sure you go over to leagues. Click uh, join the league into worldwide, which has 75 members. Now we're going to try and get 100 next season. That's my goal. 100 members playing fantasy from the get-go as well. This season was more of just testing the waters and having people come in. So there's the code up on the screen for you to join the fantasy league if you want. Thank you so much for everyone who came into the chat and dropped by. Vikram says I would really want top seven to build on this and hope their coaches stay. Serie I needs some stability. That's a very mature comment to finish off with this evening. My name is Anthony. Make sure you are liking and subscribing to the channel. And yeah, we will see you next week for Serie a Roundtable. Ciao.